So when we allow that, we will have different experiences, different beliefs, different understanding of things, that that creates safety for people to disagree or for people to say, this has been my experience, and to have more kind of honesty and safety. We create safety by making space for uncomfortable feelings, so feelings that are not convenient or that might like be sort of socially considered as ugly. And if there is space and acceptance of kind of some of the ugliness of our, our experiences, then that creates safety both in our bodies and relationally. And yeah, there's more space for like vulnerability and honesty. Hello, lovely ones. This week on the podcast, I'm talking about lying. I find this such an interesting topic. Come and have a listen and let me know what you think. This week on the podcast, I wanted to speak about something which can be quite a divisive topic, and that is about lying, all about why we lie in relationships, why we lie at all, which is such a deeply kind of human thing. So let's dive in. So we lie for so many different reasons. This is one of those things that kind of looks the same on the outside, but will always be from different motivation or different experience. But mostly lying is about safety. And often it is about like perceived risk rather than actual risk. So that's why lying sometimes doesn't make sense to other people or they feel like, but why didn't they just say or if only they had just said this. And that's because lying is not about the other person. It's about the person telling the lie. It tells you about their nervous system state. It tells them that they are seeking safety. It's a it's a safety behavior. And also it is kind of heavily, heavily weighted with moral like thinking and moral goodness and the ways that lots of people have been brought up around lying being bad and being taught that it doesn't serve relationships. And so you often pulling against like two very powerful kind of forces around like what is socially acceptable, socially kind of rewarded and what is survival based, like how are we keeping safe? How are we trying to kind of right ourselves in our nervous systems? And this is why it can be both very sort of evocative for people. And also one of those things that when you talk about might very often slip into not having the same conversation because it'll mean totally different things to different people. So it can be like people will lie in small ways, will lie out of kindness, but also it's about safety. So sometimes it's around kindness for the other person of thinking, I'm not going to say this whole truth. I don't want you to feel uncomfortable. I don't want you to feel bad. I don't want you to feel sad or afraid or anything. So sometimes it's about that. Sometimes it's about feeling seen or feeling vulnerable. So we might tell lies if we are unused to or uncomfortable with kind of feeling seen. And I guess the belief or some of the beliefs under that might be people will think less of us, they will leave us, they'll reject us or at least reject some part of us and that that can feel, that can read in our bodies and our nervous systems as a real risk. And so we put, we lie to protect ourselves or somebody else. Okay, so when we also talk about lying, people 
often move into two camps of like lying is always bad or it's you know or it's okay and I think that something about the radical honesty of lying is never okay has never sat well with me I feel like something about radical honesty speaks to more the moral element of when we're talking about lying of like someone has been infused with the idea that it does more harm than good or like even the sayings we say like honesty is the best policy and I feel like (laughs) that's one of those things that you say if you want people to be convenient and like who is it most convenient for if we are all being radically honest and who like who does that serve I'm always curious about that and sometimes that can be about control you know around like honesty is the best policy in schools so that we know who did the bad thing or we know who is going to be punished. It's like it's quite has quite a punitive edge to it. And yes, I think radical honesty is often more for the person delivering the message than it is for the person receiving the message. And that sometimes like at its worst, it can be kind of cruelty dressed up in a bit of a pious way. So just so you know the perspective from which I'm coming from, that is my perspective, that radical honesty is not always the most useful thing and can be really, really damaging to relationships. Yes, of course, there are some things that are really uncomfortable that we have to go through, but that I think still doesn't fall under radical honesty. It falls under like vulnerability and sharing things in a way that is both kind and respectful. And I think those two are quite different they sit in quite different spaces and will be received in different ways by people's nervous systems in the room so as soon as people start talking about radical honesty I can feel my own nervous system go like (laughs) bracing for something here so yes like think about lying and safety and like what would make it safe for your relationship to be more honest and allow more vulnerability is maybe a a good way of saying it. How can you kind of create more safety together? So remember, like this has to be done together. It's not, I'm not saying if you have a partner who frequently lies that you have to create more safety for them. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that safety has to be co-created together so that both of your nervous systems are kind of in a place to receive messages and and deliver them if that makes sense and so yeah there's also particular times that these sorts of conversations have to be had we create safety with each other by making space for difference so when we allow that we will have different experiences different beliefs different understanding of things that that creates safety for people to disagree or for people to say this has been my experience, and to have more kind of honesty and safety. We create safety by making space for uncomfortable feelings, so feelings that are not convenient or that might like be sort of socially considered as ugly. And if there is space and acceptance of kind of some of the ugliness of our, our experiences, then that creates safety both in our bodies and relationally. And yeah, there's more space for like vulnerability and honesty another way we create safety together is by practicing kind of active listening so that there is again space for each of us to to speak and to say what we want to say without defensiveness and interjecting and yeah that there's enough room like this like and again it's a nervous system experience of 
you can feel like, oh, okay, this person is allowing me space, not just leaning forward, waiting for the next chance to interject. <laughs> so it's like safety is very much about our bodies. And, and when we address lying, it's never really about like the content of the lie. It's about, okay, what is the most emotional and physical experience of being in this relationship? How is safety felt or not felt? And how are we considering kind of old experiences of not feeling safe within your relationship? So lying can also happen when one partner or both partners have um, have previous experiences. So like either related to attachment or particular kind of discrete experiences that have happened to them that have left a kind of mark on their nervous system. So their nervous system is primed to respond to those sorts of risks. And this can be like a preemptive understanding of a situation. So someone imagines this, they see perceived risk. They imagine something is dangerous or unsafe and so they lie to almost create like a buffer zone between them and the other person what they imagine they're doing is creating that buffer zone but it's always about safety so what is with you in these moments of of these lies and I think why do they happen how do they start how do we make space for confronting like gentle lies and lies that are that are harmful so when is a lie an avoiding of something that we need to speak about when is it a kindness when it is like a delay tactic <laughs> I don't want to talk about this now I'm just glossing over it but really accepting that this is such a human thing to do and it is okay but that equally if you have an experience of kind of chronic lying in your relationship then there's definitely something to look at there on safety and how has safety not been created or how is one of you or both of you, your nervous system's just not feeling safe enough to be vulnerable and to share things and to ask for things. So yes, but also not to make other people's lying about you. So like, I think that's really my final point about the body is that because it's so linked to our experience of being in the world and around experiences of safety, that your partner's behavior, if they are lying, might not say anything necessarily about you, that they might be dealing with old stuff that they're not looking at or not processing, or that's got kind of stuck in them and that they feel they have to lie because it's safer than being vulnerable or being open to you. And it's okay to confront that. And also it's a very, very evocative topic and is often a useful thing to do with a third person so like with a professional or a coach or a therapist to help facilitate that because as with as always like when there's big feeling about something it's you need to tread carefully and 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 tenderly around okay we're walking into something that is potentially painful and maybe harmful and needs to be dealt with gently okay so I would love to hear your experiences of lying and what you what you think about it like what are your what are the kind of moral slants that you were taught when you were growing up around lies and what they mean about you as a person about people generally who lie and what of those kind of beliefs have you let go what are still very present with you how do you deal with lying with kids because I think lying is also deeply linked to shame and kind of catching people out and exposing people and that yeah we can if we're not careful and don't allow the humanness of lying, that it can be quite a uncomfortable and damaging thing for people and kids. So yes, come and tell me your experiences. I'm always open for chatting about things like this, and I hope you found it useful.
All right. See you next week. Bye. I hope you found this helpful. Please get in touch if you are looking to do couples work or individual work. I have space over the next quarter um, and I'm taking on new clients. So get in touch if you need to. Otherwise, I will see you over on Instagram and back here next week for another episode. All right. Thank you so much for being here today. If you'd like to get in touch, I'm on Instagram at grounded underscore families. You can send me a DM or a voice note to my DMs or an email. I'd so love to hear from you. Please do like, share and subscribe this podcast. It really, really helps to get the podcast out in front of more listeners. And I'll see you again next week. Take care.